This is the best thing we ever do in our whole lives. Chris, I couldn't, I could literally not be more excited about our topic that we're doing today. Um, and if we don't talk about the topic right now, I will die. Yeah, I haven't slept in months just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm the best. Okay, we're. You, you broke the rule there. Sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so we already, um, this is a rare occasion where we uh, decided, uh, at the last episode at the top, we decided to, uh, what, uh, what this episode's topic would be, and we're going to do hyperbole. Hyperbole. The hyperbole. We're going to enter the hyperbole, um, a place where everything's literally the worst and totally the best. Literally. Mm-hmm. And we're dead. <laughs> that's yeah that uh hyperbole means exaggerating kind of Pinging through the ether like a giant emotion this lotion this lotion sometimes commotion sometimes no commotion rank ideas take them to the bank ideas welcome to the rank ideas podcast <laughs> Uh, the only podcast where Nick Deladovic and myself, Chris Andrew, rank every human idea on an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. And this week, Nick, we are ranking hyperbole. We're doing hyperbole on our list of every human idea ever. And that might sound like hyperbole. Um, it isn't. It isn't. We're actually going to do that. But today... We're in the middle of it. Yeah, we're doing it. It's, we're in the midst. We're yeah, in the not, midst yeah, of it. In the midst, not in the middle. Yeah. Um, so, as evidenced uh, by our um, shameless display uh, before the theme song... Um, hyperbole is something that uh, Chris and I are both engaged in in our time. We have a working understanding of it. And we apologise for peacocking like that at the start. It's yeah. really, it was unnecessary. For those for those of you who feel like your hyperbole skills aren't as trained in. Um, yeah, we're, 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 we're at the top of a mountain of years of practice. Just, just Decades. Yeah, decades. Hundreds of years. Millennia, yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, this is going to be people's favourite episode ever. I can already tell. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Oh, so, thank God. Some true crime. <laughs> who, who killed Terry Crews? That's going to be the next one. Oh, he did. He, did, he got murdered, did he? No, but I figure it's at a certain point, just all the event, all the event horizons of what's most popular will meet somehow. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. Terry Crews the most popular thing? In my personal world. And then. He's true, pretty fantastic. He's great. And then true crime is yeah. big in other people's world, so yeah. the convergence. Um, yeah, Terry Crews is literally dead. If he's been killed... <laughs> I like, like that I'm using... Instead of hyperbole, I'm just saying things that are wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hyperbole just means I'm a duck. That's not right. No, <laughs> no hyperbole... What is the working definition of hyperbole that we're going to rank? Exaggerating reality. Mm. That's, it, that's it, really. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a... No, I don't think there is. I think that's it. Um, I was about to say there might, there might be a function implied, but yeah, um, um, but I think that's what we'll be. We'll, 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 we'll get into the weeds. We'll of that. be unpacking that in this podcast episode. So yeah, it is a funny one to rank because it's it'll be interesting. Um, I have no idea where this will end up on the list. I think we have to pretty finely determine what exactly it is because yeah. it's it's not just the word; it's the, it's the cultural usage, I suppose. We're totally we're ranking as with. Most of our ideas. Yes, and I and I think that's where it gets the co- you know as soon as you use the word culture or how it sits, think about how it sits in the quote unquote culture. I think you get into the critiques of it that commonly come out. But yeah, I mean, obviously, like I just, it feels fun to start with the idea of just how fun it is to use hyperbole in a um, in a way that we were just goofing on. But yeah, like if it didn't the- exist, you would be robbed of a, a significant expressive tool that you see people use all the time. Yeah, There's particularly points that are. That involve outlier emotions, and maybe this is the thing, right? I feel like there's a there's a version of hyperbole that feels 
instinctively and we'll unpack this and maybe I'll realize this is wrong, but I feel like the benign version of hyperbole is the hyperbole that is clearly understood to be so, you know, where yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. where you're exaggerating quote unquote for effect. Um, yeah. Just uh, bringing more emphasis or um, uh, drama or humor or um, a sense of shared experience uh, to an expression of something by, uh, ex- by massively exaggerating it. Yeah. And that's, so great because it gives you a color palette um, mm. for sharing your, which which I think, I mean, you know, it's on the surface hyperbole is lying, but I think in its usage it's not at all because you can communicate a truth that you can't just com- you can't just communicate every truth with literal words or with um, with um, you know most of the t- most of t- you, you, not everything can be communicated at all, and so yes. Um, because of the emotional experience that different things have. So being able to use hyperbole as a paintbrush to illustrate um, your impressions of how something felt or something yeah. is, is so fun and so, and so rewarding. And um, also, you know, can, can indicate, um, you know, hardship as, as well. Or a lack of perspective. Like, I guess that's the thing. Uh, I, yeah, I yeah. guess there's the, I guess, cause you know. We tip instantly to the dark side anytime we're not dealing with raw truths, I think. Totally. And it is, and I mean, obviously language frames like anything can create a sense of reality. So I guess it's one of those things where, you know, it's a potentially benign tool that also through repetition can insidiously change your thinking around something in a way that could be dicey. But yeah, because I feel like the benign version of it, like the self-aware, here's what I'm doing and we're all clear. Everyone in the room is clear what I'm doing and why. That's not lying. That's just irony, right? That's just, you know, um, saying something where the intended meaning is of, of the words is opposite to the literal meaning of the mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is great. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Step in dog poo. Totally. Oh, the be- I'm having the best day ever. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I guess that's just sarcasm, but you, oh, yeah, you're true. putting, but, but you're putting, <laughs> I probably, I guess, I, you know, I guess, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess irony, yeah, the ironic, but again, sometimes it's probably, probably is just sarcasm sometimes, but I guess the more specific irony version would be saying it's just like, yes, this is, um, yeah, I, yeah, me, me saying I would rather die than do something. Um, I love doing that. Yeah, it's, I love doing a really ramped up version of yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, and <laughs> I'm so obnoxious, like my version of it is my favorite thing to do is to use the prefix. I think I can say without hyperbole <laughs> that, that I would rather be shot into the sun with myself and all my loved ones than spend another second in this artist Q&A session. You know, <laughs> yes. like it's, and to me, to me using the term, you know. Actually, and that's much clearer than I've, I've, I've had enough of this. I really need to leave. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's way it's, more fun. Gets more of the color, and again, it gives you a sense of what my personal emotional experience is. Yeah. Um, it also, um, like anything, I mean, I guess coming back to jokes, which we rank quite highly, one thing we identified as as a cost in the potential of jokes is the idea of the joke not being shared or shareable by everyone in a space um, at all times. Um, and hyperbole is like that. Like this you're always to me yesterday in the show, recording the show. Mm. Um, <laughs> the sound guy Prince said to me, "You want some reverb?" I was like, "Yeah, crank it up, hundred <laughs> percent." And it's his third week at the theater, and he put it on a hundred percent, like because he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, that's the measurement of yes. the amount of reverb." <laughs> and it's like just in during a conversation. Yes, so, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, so good. Um, yeah, so good. It's, it can go awry when not shared. And I mean, I love obviously the other thing. I love just the progression of language um, culturally, like, because, you know, at one point, 
100, the term 100% was all you ever needed to be using a lot of hyperbole. Like as yeah, in, at sure. one point in human history, you just say, yeah, 100% because well, that's have, the most there is. Exactly. I find I have a really common thing where if I'm answering someone's text and like, what do you think about blah, 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 I will write, yeah, 1000%. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, how did, what is the need for that? But obviously, because I know that if I write 100%, it's not quite in my, I feel like that's not communicating enough my emphasis of just how just how agreeable I'm being in that moment. Yeah, in the binary, it's like yes or no. Yeah. 100% or it's, just, it's that <laughs> or zero. It. No. When, yeah. So maybe that's the other dicey thing about hyperbole is you just it just becomes an, it's an endless... It wants um, 10 times this. <laughs> exactly. It's just, and you know, you, you there is no there is no end to the hyperbole journey once you're setting out on that as a common thing you use. You, it's just going to keep ramping up. Um, yeah, but what's the what's the real, you know, like the, the, the benefit is clear the the fun and the extra communication but what's the real cost like the cost is it's a tool then people can use to um can use cynically or deliberately to uh cloud discourse represent yep yeah yep people can use it you always say it for straw for straw manning stuff straw person mm. stuff yeah um and they'll be doing it to other people to the for performatively although or people as a, again as i say you can you can do things to your own brain using hyperbole you can hyperbolize yourself i don't know if hyperbolize is the correct word um you can Hyperbole, like you can take yourself, you can take yourself through the hyperbole and come out the other side with a warped sense of the truth. But yeah, but even without that, you can, um, yeah. You I just think that that's not a factor in a society with other good ideas upweighted. You know, like, sure. Yeah, I think um, the yeah the big thing. Yeah, I think using it. It can be a in a good society. It could in the society with the things upweighted. The thing bad thing that it could still could be is just a tool for um, bad faith, uh, poorly constructed arguments. Still having, you know, still giving the giving them extra heft or an extra safe, or just even just in that mild annoying way, just leading to two people talking at cross purposes in a way that isn't productive. Yeah, I wonder if this is an example. My um. Oh, what is second cousin once removed or something? Pishti in um, Budapest was saying to me that, you know, Chris, you're saying in Hungary, mm. you know, Chris, that um, two million Chinese people are moving to Hungary. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm like, what? He said, they yeah, name, it's already started. Are... Can't you see? Yeah, exactly. And I like Hungary's a country of nine million. People, yeah, yeah. And you would struggle to see an Oriental person on the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the most ridiculous thing. And um, maybe that started as a hyperbole. You know, like, yeah. What? What? What next? A million Chinese people here? What does a million Chinese people? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. That, I guess I guess anything that misrepresents the truth and its capacity to be misunderstood is dangerous. But I still think that um, it's. It's critical thought that's that's dying there. It's not it's not the hyperbole. Yeah, that, I feel like that fault. that doesn't feel like yeah. It feels like a bad like the version like just misinformation could leave you, lead you to that. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. I guess yeah, and that's the thing. I f- if I think of the annoying like your example before, it's easy for me to think of a case study of like you know someone coming in and being like, oh well, I'm just not I'm not sure that um uh that you know um corporations uh, need to be entirely based, base all their actions around profit motive in all times and places. And that that could be controlled by some level of uh, regular outside regulation. And then, you know, the response oh, to so that. So you want full communism. Exactly. Yeah. You like that type of thing. And I mean, I, that was an example of um, a conservative 
position being attacked, I see it just as much like yeah, any of course. You know, all, all sides of the political aisle will do the same thing of jumping straight to oh your your um relatively your attempt to make a nuanced point there or to allow for some your attempt to make a moderated point there I will respond by um characterizing by I will I will take it to the absolute yeah is that is that hi- it is level. it is hyperbole but is that the um is that the core engine as you say it's 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 really just you know it's there are other terms for it, like straw manning is specific is the specific term for that yeah um thing or just you know uh <laughs> yeah uh, I think hyperbole is in there um yeah well it's it's a rhetorical device to um amplify it yeah I do also the other. I also think that in rhetorical arguments, it can have some good effect as well. Like I'll sometimes use it in a way that I think is sometimes helpful. Maybe other, maybe people who've been in conversations with me have uh, don't think so. But um, sometimes, if let me put it this way, if I feel like someone is, um, if if someone is presenting a um, talking point that I see, uh, that I I see beyond the horizon. That this, I, you know, I, I just see that there's some assumptions underneath it that aren't assumptions that I share. Um, sometimes I'll just want to attack those assumptions rather than the get into the weeds of the specific, you know, policy debate. Right, 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 right. And sometimes the way I'll do that is just to be like, okay, well, fine then. Imagine a world where blah blah blah, and I'll just posit the most extreme version of what they're saying, and then I'll be like, so I can take it to a point of, so what's your point? Like, as in, like, even if, as it, it I mean, the other way I'll do it is be like, cool, I'll, I'll allow that that's right, and then I'll actually you know, I'll uh, discuss the topic with someone by actually just jumping straight to conceding their point and then jump straight into the implications of that because I feel like once we go there, they'll, I, I, I detect that their argument is actually weak in a way that is better exposed by yeah, and by you can do this with your it. own thinking as well. Yeah, mm. I think that's I think that's a real virtue of yeah hyperbole. I, th- I, f- I think it's one that I use all the time when I'm trying to interrogate ideas that I think are bad at their core and I'm not sure why or I'm not sure mm. what it is, you know. You just extrapolate an exaggerated version of the same thing. And this isn't the same. And, you know, it's not quite the same as Which hyperbole. Yeah. But I, it maps to – it's yeah, hyperbole, again, is sort of baked in there. But, yeah, I'll – but, yeah, it is something that I've had good conversation experiences of, of just being like – because if you just – if someone's trying to argue a point and you maybe agree or disagree with it, I don't know, it's just – it just feels often just so fruitless to just get into that argument when you can just, I can just, cons- I can just let the person have that point and then make them, it's just fun. Like, and I want people, as you say, I want people to do this to me as well. Let, all right, let's follow your line of logic all the way. And then let's like in a world where your point is right, let's explore the implications of that. Mm-hmm. And usually that's where you can, it, it creates a more good faith conversation a lot of the time as well because the person won't be as defensive around those layers because they ha- yeah, they maybe not haven't criticizing their point yeah, yeah. they ha- they maybe haven't had to argue or think or maybe even think into those layers before because <laughs> they've never had their point accepted <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, but yeah it's uh, uh, but again that's not quite hyperbole I I think like at the core like it, in the real world experience of hyperbole. Is it's like mostly fun, or like the, mm. I don't know. There's mostly there's mostly that expressive element that is is satisfying and yeah. rewarding, and I think that that sort of stuff is a bit transcendent. Like you know, there is there's a value there that's like, like I said, it, we've ranked jokes high, yeah, and exactly, it's a, and exactly. it's kind of a type of joke in a way. Like, or it's often it's not it doesn't necessarily have to be humorous, but I think it has that same. You know, it's a device. It's, it's a, a multiplying factor on like the weight of whatever it is that you're saying in, yeah. in a way that just lets you yeah. find higher mountains and lower valleys. 
It reminds me, I mean, eventually we're going to have to rank swearing, which I think will be a fun episode. And I think swearing, mm. it reminds me, like, you know. Might do a bit of homework for that one whenever we do it. You know, mm. Get some swearing in other languages because that's always yeah, nice. really satisfying. I mean, off the top of my, like, not to do that, not to jump ahead because no. we did that episode, but I do feel like my, my instinct about swearing is that it's has specific value because of its um, transgressive nature. Yeah. And like, you know, you know, the point is that you're transgressing a norm and that that's expressing something about where you're at in that moment yeah, the coding that's meaningful. Beyond the, yeah, yeah. And language. hyperbole is like that. Like to me, the value of hyperbole is it helps you express specifically where you are. Um, and yeah, and I guess in a way it comes down to a very simple, maybe a lot like jokes or a lot like swearing when someone, if someone I like or I'm feeling connected to in the moment is using hyperbole, I'm loving it. If someone who, hmm. <laughs> if someone is already irritating me or I feel othered, I feel I'm othering them, then I'm more likely to be judgmental or annoying. Exactly. Hyperbole. Which I think comes back to your point that in a world where we're ameliorating the worst outcomes of othering, then hyperbole will get a higher, potentially higher slot on the list. Hey, how's this for an idea? What about, are all stories hyperbole? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because they're like, we're not dealing with reality. We're dealing with characterizations and, yeah. and we're dealing with deliberate exaggerations or yeah, you're, exaggerations. You're blowing stuff up. I mean, that. thanks for saying that because now that makes me, in the same way that I put story in my sites yeah. all the time, that makes me go, is that one of the, that is one of the things that irritates me about story form is that mm. it has to, it has to blow, it has to blow things up to exaggerate proportions to, to be hooky or we have the sense that you do. But I don't think the hyperbole carries anything like the same, um, you know, totemic Hi- role or whatever. You know, Hi- like, yeah, hyperbole like, doesn't, as I say, hyperbole doesn't have to be reductive. It can be expansive. Mm. I mean, the fact, almost what I was talking about before, I'm like, I... I, I also, add, it has no inherent authority, you know. like For sure. Yeah, yeah, there's no misplacement of it, I don't think. For sure. Yeah. Um, Sorry. No, but yeah, it is, I do think... Yeah, there are yeah there are costs in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, do you have a sense? So, if we're looking at the list in terms of um, uh, if we've got our really rough four quadrants, where you have like I like it's certainly it's not a garbage idea down the bottom, and it and it's not. I don't think it's like a right up at the top in terms of ideas that are no. just great and essential. <laughs> no. So it's either a it's so we've got kind of. Our two middle quadrants. My instinct got, is bottom of the middle, like mm, like is it like bottom of the second? Yeah, where it's stuff where there are costs engaged. Yeah. Um. Oh so, no, sorry. I, I mean, like around fifty percent. Yeah, gotcha. So I mean, Which right. It's funny because at the top of this episode, we said we were in the middle of it. Mm, oh, prophet, prophetic, huge. So I mean, around the middle, I feel like at the moment our sort of middle idea that's is around the middle numerically and also um has yeah just has a real middle vibe is taxes is uh where you've got that idea of um yeah yeah where, where it's, where what it's do you some, think i think probably better i think it's better above that we've got playing it cool that's i feel like it's kind of weirdly comparable to playing it cool because it's like because it's a because it's a a performative it's a performative engagement tool it's a way to be in, it's a it's a way to be in space as a social performance or as a or as a communication. It's a thing that you're communicating. Um, it's a communication state. It's difficult because, um, like, failing to play it cool can result in you know the end of our species. If yes, the right people, the wrong people, as it were. <laughs> yeah. um, totally do it, which makes me think we probably put that too low. 
No, there are other forms of doing the same thing. Yeah, um, and I mean, we've got some good stuff above playing a cool. Yeah, cool. But like, yeah, shorts, for instance. Yeah, shorts. Um, do you want to just actually? I, I almost never get you to look at the actually look at the list because uh, I don't have a brain for it though. Since we're in person, um, but yeah, so <laughs> so taxes is there. All right. You know, I'm, I'm. It's it's getting better and better. Oh, the top of the list is very good. You're yeah. Right. Um, I think it's below lunch. Yeah. So well, it's it's uh, lunch was the first one I thought of actually. Yeah, when, when yeah. Like wearing list does this sit? Because it's it's com- it's a you know it's a joy. It's not the only one. Totally. But I think lunch has fewer downsides. I agree, and I mean lunch under that we've got logic. Um, I think is. You got to put it below logic. Yeah, harnessing electricity, shorts, cause and effect, playing it cool. It feels like it's around there. Taxes, acting pets. I reckon above taxes. Yeah, above taxes and below playing it cool. Yeah. 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 That, that does feel right. Could, to be honest, I could flip it with playing it cool. I'm, I'm not really. I I feel like with playing it cool, you've got the potential to. Um, you can yeah. Hyperbole is never going to ameliorate the worst of human nature in the way that playing it cool. Playing is. it cool is a life practice that yeah, has a lot yeah, of edification yeah, yeah, yeah. baked into it. Hyperbole is a like life practice that it can be fun and benign, um, but doesn't necessarily like I could like I, a life. Like, it's more important to me than I would have thought. Like at yeah, the start, I would have thought whatever, who cares? Way low. But then as we've talked about, I'm like you know what? There's so much fun and joy and like yeah. and and even like there are um, critical thinking benefits as as touched upon above taxes is pretty high on the list and we've got yeah, um, and and we also have jo- like taxes. We, we still have yeah and we still have jokes quite like jokes is number three mm-hmm. and so i feel like you know it's a nice value adder to jokes yeah. okay but then yeah there it is yeah sweet we did it very good um yeah let me just quickly count what slot that puts it in um, let's just do, since, since we're going to come in, since this will be a shorter episode, let's just do a recap of the whole list. We're coming Sounds up good. to episode 50, so that's, it's a good know, time to do it. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Um, so, uh, our top, from our top idea down, we've got sharing at number one, and then friendship, jokes, story, generosity, self-awareness, hanging out, cooperation, authority, immortality, moving, imprisonment, sport, geoengineering, body modification, Lunch, logic, harnessing electricity, shorts, cause and effect, playing it cool, hyperbole coming in now under that, taxes, acting, pets, gyms, pornography, mail under that, jobs, cruises, cheating, journalism, fashion, inheritance, marriage, celebrity, genius, health, borders, fandom, aristocracy, free will, fairness, debate, Rights, and then our bottom five we have asceticism, faith, fulfillment, good and evil, and at the bottom, ideology. Oh man, it's going to take a lot to shift ideology from the bottom. <laughs> it's going to be hard. I can't imagine, to be honest. Uh, uh, that's a great list. Just, I tell you, I want to make one remark. Please. Is mail in the middle? It's not in the middle, but it's not far off the middle. It's it's not the dead plus middle. Plus or minus five, I reckon. Yeah. So Chris, so just for those recapping, for recapping those who might be who might not have heard our first episode, um, which I support. I support anyone just jumping in at whatever random episodes. Yeah. Um, the uh, male male uh, was the first idea that Chris posited, and he posited it on the base, basis that he thought it would be. Uh, consistent middle of the list. So that's bearing out pretty closely at this point. 
I still, yeah, it's, it's, I just don't have much to say about the, ma- the mail. <laughs> it's all been said anyway. That's you it, in a, in a great piece of audio. Um, Art. So, indeed. So speaking of our 50th episode, so for those who uh, want to hear me recap this again, um, in just a, just a couple more episodes' time, we're going to be at episode 50, and we are going to be doing a bumper extra-long episode where we revisit um, a bunch of topics to and decide if we have want to do any further discussion on them. So basically, we're going to go through the fifty um, ideas that we have to that point because we did two um, ideas in our first episode. So uh, we'll have fifty ideas by episode at the end of episode forty nine, and that and we're going to look over those and anything where we feel we've had more thoughts or feelings on them or clar- or better clarifications of our arguments for their rankings, um, or where any listeners have come to us uh, with any feed critical feedback or other ideas or things they think we didn't discuss about the idea and we're going to revisit them. And we are going to do this as a way to prove that our rankings, our existing rankings, robustness. are robustness and perfect as they are, as they are. Um, it's, a, it's, a kind of, it's a kind of a nod to you to give you that opportunity to waste yours and our time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So we're looking forward to that. So um, we'll do uh, – so we'll do what- We should do our 50th live. Yeah, well, I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, in public. Yeah, maybe at um. I like um. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of Kentucky Fried Chicken. I want to. I don't know how many people though I'll let you have in there. Yeah, I'm not sure what the background noise conditions are of your Kentucky Fried Chicken either. I'm not a fan of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, gotcha. Mostly mostly because of the noise. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, uh, let's uh let's audit that uh, possibility because that would be fun. But in the meantime, we'll have one more um. Just Chatterama classic episode. Uh, in the meantime, and um, uh, we'll look forward to hearing you there. That's how the metaphor works around this stuff, isn't it, Chris? See you in your mouth, Nick. Lotion, lotion, sometimes commotion, sometimes-